Welcome back. It is the 5 o'clock hour on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Pretty intense return there, Ike. This is Sports Radio. It's very deep. It's very deep. I see you're enjoying a nice patty melt burger. Aggressive. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. How's, how's your patty melt? Good. It's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Excited every time I get it. We're live from Chickies and Pete's. <laughs> I really do. No, I really do. <laughs> the, the Jackie melt, as I call it. <laughs> we are live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Watch all the pro football playoff action at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with pro football than Chickies and Pete's world famous crab fries. Are you, are you talking yourself into the Sixers game or what? I am. I am. Doesn't look like I'm going to make it, though. <laughs> You're definitely going to wager on it. Well, well definitely. Come on now. <laughs> What's it? I'll be sitting at home definitely watching it. You day. know, the problem is yeah. I'm, more, I'm thinking more about how cold it's going to be at 9 o'clock. I think it's going, it's, it's going to start warming up around here. It's getting, well, it's getting colder as it gets later, right? Well, generally, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's how it works. That's, that's my thought. At 9 o'clock, I want to be in, in, in my slippers and pajamas by 9 Just bring man. a jacket. Just bring a jacket. You see right. that coat I got over there? That's a big coat. That's a big coat, man. That's not a Hugh Douglas coat. No, it's not. That's that wasn't $30. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been wearing my... Uh, Wearing the new the new jacket they gave us last week. That yes, was, that was the, exciting. The Eagles WIP jacket. Yeah. Now is that? I mean, is that the our big congratulations on the show? <laughs> is, you, is you get a winter coat? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't get many gifts around here. I know. So yeah, I guess. Although I, have, I feel like I have seen an increase in WIP apparel merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Not not those uh, boxy T-shirts they used to give out that was like it hurt to even wear them. No. You know. Yeah, that's a good quality. That's a good, good quality. quality man. It's good stuff, man. They put a little money into the department. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be in the fifties by the end of the week. So. I saw that. Now, do we get? A, is this the? Is this our only snowstorm? Uh, uh, no. Uh, good. I think we get another one. Please. I think we get. It's the raid twenty twenty four started off. Yeah, I think we get at least one more. I listen again. I love driving around in the snow. I, s- I don't know why. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It gets back roads. A little slip. <laughs> no. I don't need a little slip. <laughs> Either way, I, I hope I hope this is not it. I hope we're not two and done. You know, give, give me one more one more big snowstorm. Just not around my birthday. You know what I mean? When's your birthday? March fifteenth. Oh, okay, it's my thirtieth. The, the Ides of March. Yeah, the Ides of March. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, and unfortunately, it might be the wrong term to use. But Walker was born in March as well. Yeah. So that you know, it takes the shine off my birthday. No. <laughs> no. When's his birthday? <laughs> March twenty fifth. That's uh, ten days later. Yeah, yeah. Good. So no excuses. Not for, close for Jill. Yeah, nah. I'm trying. No, yeah, I'm trying no, to let no. Jill off the hook. Nah, not happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually, <laughs> eventually you'll realize that you'll be celebrating your own birthdays. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just, just by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're certainly going to be responsible for how much um, joy you get out of your birthday. You know, now it's not just you and Jill anymore. No. The kids get involved. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. assuming you're going to have more kids. Yeah. Still working? Okay, never mind. Don't even have to answer. No, it's still working. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm so. I got John Johnson if I need any. So freaking uncomfortable. (laughs) Where the hell did that drop come from? I don't even know who is that. Is that Sirianni? That's Nick Sirianni. Oh, play it again. Hold on. Let's talk a little bit about football. So freaking uncomfortable. So freaking uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's talking about Gannon. It didn't work. Ah. That's so old. I mean, is there, is how did you even find That's it, from two dude? weeks ago. Oh, when he's oh, talking about it? Gannon. And, uh, no, you guys are on your vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Disconnecting from the radio station <laughs> exactly. for a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm hoping we have more kids. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You got to get Walker some, uh, some some siblings. Exactly right. Man. Exactly right. You got a full load here. <laughs> Herb was here earlier. 
He was here earlier. Yeah, he was. He's, he's made his presence felt, yep. as he often does. But you, you didn't hear him getting fired up over there. Me and Taz got we, we got the Herbert's well, over there fired up about defense. Oh, I mean, listen. Said, give him a helmet and show the pass. I bet he wants Wink Martindale. Then he started throwing out f bombs and all types of other stuff. That's you, how fired up he got over there. Would you like to see? Would you like to see Taz versus Herb in an Oklahoma draw? Yep. Come on, just one Oklahoma draw. Just bounce right off of her. Dude, Herb's probably explosive. He's got nah, good, I don't he's, see you know, explosive. He's got good get-off? I, I don't see explosive. <laughs> he's got good get-off? do not think so. Yeah. Well, either way, it's good to see Herb <laughs> down here. I don't think he's going to. Does he have to work tonight? He no. does have to work tonight. Uh-huh. He's in full sixer gear, too. Well, he knows his audience. Now, does he have flyers gear for, for flyers games? I would bet I bet you he does. Did you uh, Did you well up yesterday at Claude Giroux's return? I did not. Come on, man. That's G. What time did they play? One o'clock. What was I doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You couldn't golf. I can't, even, I can't even say I was watching the games. Yeah, what time did they play? One o'clock. One? Yeah, one o'clock. I don't know what I was no, doing. They're playing good hockey. I'm starting, I'm starting to tune in more and more. No, you know what I was doing? I was actually watching um, Bernie Mac. Nice. Yeah. Every once in a while, I like to throw on one of the seasons. Now, Bernie Mac. Like was, 20. Boy, don't tell me sorry. you don't know who Bernie no, Mac no, no, is. No, 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 no. Okay. I was going to make sure. Bernie Mac was not caught in the crossfire with Cat Williams, right? He was not. Okay. He is revered. <laughs> Good. Yes. I like, I like and by the way, get, uh, that this, the Saturday night skit with Cat <laughs> Williams and I, Shannon, I, no, I you ought to be glad you didn't see it. I'm over Shannon Sharp and uh, Cat Williams. It, it's run its course. It's over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm just saying it happened, and w- but people are still actually talking about it, doing their own mm-hmm. shows off of it. Yeah. It's like, are you guys still talking about Shannon Sharp and Cat Williams? Yeah. Cat Williams did exactly what he wanted to do. Get Which back is in get back in the news. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yes. Apparently he had a, a special on Netflix. In like he tw- did. In 2022. I've never even seen it. Or it, it, it oh, yeah. He puts out. Yeah. He Listen, he's a hell of a stand-up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I feel like I haven't seen anything from him stand-up-wise since like 06. No. <laughs> That's about it. No. He just hit the road again. Yeah. Well, you got some buzz. Sell out crowds. Yeah, yeah. you got some buzz going. Yeah. All right. Let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is the top five of five today. Thank you, There you go, Jack. Yeah, it's a new one. Um, all right, despite the tone today, it actually was a fun weekend of football, contrary to popular belief. Um, so I have my five objective takeaways from the weekend. Objective. Okay. Number five. Well, we're all about objectivity on this show. Well, I don't think these can be disputed. Okay. Um, number five, it was the last big moment for the best rule in sports, that being the touchback fumble rule. Um, a report came out after the game from Jeremy Fowler that it's going to pretty much go away next season. I love it, and I'm glad it finally got its shine on, on its last it? Why game. Why do you love it? It's a stupid rule. There have to be penalty for fumbling the ball. It doesn't have to be that drastic of a Yeah, it doesn't have to be that drastic, especially if nobody recovered it. And it's only that drastic when it fumbles, when it goes into the end zone. So here's my suggestion to everybody who asked me on Twitter, what would I do? <laughs> Seems like you got that question. <laughs> yeah, well, because I said it was a stupid uh, rule, but it was the right call. Well, what would you do? Well, how would you change it? Here's a... Here's a um, a thought. Bring the ball back out to the 20-yard line or the 25-yard line. So the offense gets the ball again, but he fumbled it at the goal line and it went out of the end zone. Okay, since nobody recovered it, now the offense gets the ball first and 10 at the 25-yard line. Yeah. Doesn't need to change possession. Yeah, it don't need to change possessions. It was, it was <laughs> every time I see it, it's like, I'm always, I always forget it's the rule. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, because it doesn't feel right. It's like the unwritten rules in baseball. You know, you, you know it when you, when you feel it. 
I wonder what they're going to actually do. Since he said Jeremy Fallon says that is going away, I wonder what they're going to actually do. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, what's number four? Number four. Um, and I was told by the higher-ups to include this one. I guess you're allowed to draft running backs in the first round and have it work out. Oh, the, li- the Lions franchise didn't cripple because they, they drafted uh, right. Jameer Gibbs? Jameer Gibbs. So it was always a bad idea to draft a running back in the first round. I, 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 so I tweeted that out, you know. I retweeted it for you. I appreciate it. Got more people in my mentions. <laughs> didn't see him. That was good, though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I listen. You know, he and I are in favor of drafting running backs in the first round. Just draft I, good players. Yeah, that, that's that's really what it boils down to. Me, you draft good players. Well, and and, and people people act like it was a referendum about the the Bijan thing. Like, it's not all about it's it's about going forward as well. The mm-hmm. Falcons taking Bijan was dumb. Yes, like the, the, they didn't need to take Bijan. They didn't need to take Bijan. Yes. They're, they're, they're years away. They, they, they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> they didn't know how to use him. Obviously, they barely even used him. You know, like. It, Jameer Gibbs, they had a clear plan. We want to bring him in for this. Yep. He is he is really dy- dynamic. I don't know who he reminds me of. Like mm. a little Jamal Charles-ish? Little Jamal Charles. Little, uh, not as fast, but a little uh, Chris Johnson, CJ2K. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit See of CJ2K. Du- CJ because um, when he gets in the open field. Oh, woo, he is ridiculous. Man. He is hell on wheels. He did Dante uh, Winfield like that. Man. Yeah. Winfield Jr. like that? So it's about having Dante Winfield, Antoine Winfield. Yes. Antoine Winfield Jr., yeah. yeah. It's not about – I went to school with Dante Winfield. <laughs> if he's still playing, that's a, that's an issue. But, like, the running back in the first round thing, obviously you're, t- you're not drafting him to change your franchise. He has to always be a complimentary piece. Mm-hmm. That's what that Jameer Gibbs was. So, yep. And then the franchise didn't fold. So proud, proud of the Lions. Saving the running back position. What's next? Dan Campbell knows. Yeah, he's a football guy. What's next? Um, number three, kickers or losers? Always. Like, I, I mean, on Saturday, the guy from Green Bay who stinks just needs to hit a field goal to pretty much ice the game for them. He misses. Uh, then the Niners end up moving on. On Sunday, this guy Tyler Bass can't make a 44-yard field goal. I don't get how we've come this far as a society and advanced in everything, but we still can't find more than four people in the world that can make a field goal. It's unbelievable. Like, these guys suck. <laughs> well, not Jake Elliott. Yeah. What Except that? Jake Elliott. He's one of the and four. And Tucker and uh, the, the Cowboys The kid. Dallas guy. And um, the Atlanta Falcons kicker. Uh, Coop. I yeah. like I like McPherson too out of uh, but would football uh, Cincinnati would football be would football be better if, if if there was no field goals and it was just like four downs going up and down the field but you you, you couldn't kick a field goal no you don't think so I don't know I I I, I, I like having the element of the field goal kicker in the game missing missing the kick. no I don't want them to miss but that's 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 part of you got to look at it scoring shouldn't be easy scoring shouldn't be a guarantee i mean my goodness they make every rule in the game for the offense as it is mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah. But it would, it would, i'm not saying that it would so help having the field goal kicker kick is is almost a victory for the defense if they hold you to a field goal attempt it was also the bill's fault that they had to kick oh yeah like they should have scored a touchdown there but Stephon even so called that deep ball yeah he robbed us of an all-time moment Stephon. What's next? That was a hell of a game. Um, number two, I'm done with Tony Romo. I don't know yeah. if I was in still. I've been done for – I've been on the fence of being done. Oh, my God. Like, it, it was so bad. I, I can't believe that the CBS booth, which is supposed to be the best, was probably the fourth best broadcasting booth of the weekend. Like, definitely behind Fox. And that was their number one team. Exactly. That's Nance <laughs> and Romo. Romo starts sentences. He doesn't know where they're going. 
Yeah. I completely agree, Ben. Uh, this is one of the few takes that I'm happy I had early, and then everybody eventually came around to. I didn't like Romo when he first started, but everybody thought it was cute that he was predicting plays and he would never shut up. You know, and I thought he was annoying when he first began. And the next thing people were going to come around that I was early on with the take is how ridiculous the Manning cast is. I don't ever watch the Manning cast. It, exactly. No real uh, sports fan would be watching the Manning cast. Only casuals. Who the hell wants to watch a football game? Why well, I got to listen to three people in a box on the side of it instead of watching the football game? Well, it certainly hasn't caught on. Like There hasn't been like more other ideas like this. That's ESPN trying to field programming. Yeah, well, it's also before they had uh, before they had Buck and Aikman. Right. So now, like, now I really don't want to hear the man. Of course I'd rather watch Buck and Aikman. <laughs> yes. Like, they're, they're, st- they're still the best to me. Yeah. Uh, but what, I guess when it was what? I don't know. What's McCollidy, uh, Burkhart, and uh, Olsen? Oh, Olsen's Olsen so good. Yeah. Uh, people are starting to sour on Olsen, I see on no, Twitter. I'm no way. Olsen. Really? Yeah, which is surprising because a lot last year was like, oh, he's so brilliant. I thought he was great in the Super Bowl. I like Olsen. My problem with Burkhart, eh, it doesn't have the big game feel to him. There's no, there's no big game Burkhart, you know what I mean? But also, I don't think there's that voice anymore anyway. Yeah. They're all kind of the dying breed, the big game voice. People it's only Joe Buck. smoking more cigarettes and drinking more whiskey. That's back when men were men. <laughs> the whiskey. <laughs> so you got That's the, actually a good point. That's how you got the deep voices. Sure. No, I don't know what Joe Buck did. He was born. No, he got hair plugs. Yeah. That's, <laughs> now, <laughs> is that one way to get your voice deeper? Is having hair plugs? Yeah, no, it actually plugs. ruined his voice for two years. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the uh, old Phillies run, you know. Yeah. Why we had to get saddled with cooked Joe Buck, it, it's beyond me. That's when he's do, trying to be summer all, because yeah. he's listening to people say, you know, you're, you're being a homer. homer. So yeah. he's like, home run, Chase Utley. Like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. You hear him call baseball, he doesn't call baseball anymore now, which is a, a shame. Oh, yeah. well, he's, he's, he's in the big, big leagues now. I would like Joe Buck to go back to calling some baseball games. I miss <laughs> I miss Joe Buck calling baseball. Oh, now you miss him. I always like Joe Buck. I've always been pro I like, Buck. Uh, I like uh, what's our guy? Joe Davis. Joe Davis. Yeah, Mr. Philadelphia. Yeah, I like Joe Davis. I do. Yeah, he's great. Bryce Harper, the swing of his life. Man, yeah, it's a good call. Good call. All time call. Joe Davis is good. I miss Joe Buck. What's next? <laughs> um, number one, finally, and I, people are losing their minds. This athletic guy is comparing said player to Joe Montana. Brock oh, Purdy yeah. stinks. Like, I, I, I hope the rest of America can see what everybody else has been seeing the entire time. And he leads one touchdown drive, and suddenly the guy's Brady. Like, he's horrible. I don't want anyone to ever, ever put him in the same conversation as an MVP. Well, you're wrong there. Uh, he's certainly not Joe Montana, nor should he ever be put in the same sentence with Joe Montana. But as an MVP candidate, he had an MVP caliber season. Not going to win it, but... He was in the conversation legitimately. I cannot live in a world where Brock Purdy is, is a Super Bowl champion. I, I will never be able to recover. I mean, I know that they very well could be. I know Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. I know There's Nick, been a few of them. I know Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Not trying to bring Nikki Six down. Right. But I just I can't believe that, 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 that the discourse around Brock Purdy. I think he stinks. He does not stink. <laughs> There's a chance he stinks. He's got a pea shooter. Well, that's the reason why he was a seventh-round pick. Yeah. I agree with you there. And he does have a great team around him. Yeah. And I, we all know that if he was somewhere else, he might not be the same quarterback. It's just, he's doing great in that system. But it does drive me nuts. It drives me I mean, nuts. he threw like four picks on Saturday. They just didn't catch him. I know. It's hitting yeah. guys in the face. I got, I got one extra take off the weekend. Uh-oh. Josh Allen, and, and it reminds me of one player currently in the city. And that is Joel Embiid. Ah. 
Josh Allen reminds me a ton of Joel Embiid. Obviously, the highs are the highs. Sure. You know, you have unbelievable plays. You see what Embiid's doing right now. It's like, wow, this guy's an all-time great. Yeah. He just doesn't have the playoff success. I mean, Josh Allen's reached one AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 2020, so no one even remembers it. Nope, I still don't remember it. <laughs> Did you watch the highlights to see if it could I, jog your memory? At I, all? I didn't even bother to watch the highlights. <laughs> yeah, just this reminds me so much of each other. Obviously, all-time talents. Yep. But they just haven't had the success yet. That's a good comparison. It's a good comparison, Eric. Um, I wonder if Joel tries to do too much tonight. Against Wemby? Yeah. Well, I wonder if Wemby's ready to, to show up to Joel. No, he's not. He's not. But it doesn't mean Joel doesn't get overly excited and, and he wants to show the young man that he ain't ready yet. Well, if, he had a, if I had to bet on one thing, he's probably getting 30 and 10. Oh, no doubt about yeah, that. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. This segment sponsored by Got a Door and Window. Take advantage of Got a Door and Windows' big winter sale. Through the month of January, receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit goguida.com. Yes, as the Eagle season is over, unfortunately, we, we are going to have to do a lot more Sixers conversation. And uh, around the trade deadline, too. Well, it's a good time for Spike to roll back through. Yeah. If he ever gets down <laughs> here again. I mean, it might be a rudderless ship here. <laughs> Oh, no, we got it. No, brother. we're fine. Yeah, we're we fine. got it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the DeJounte Murray was, was linked to the Sixers over I'm the weekend. I'm hearing that more. I'm lot, hearing that more. A lot of buzz of getting Maxie off the ball. Because I thought, I thought one of the main thing of the season was he's got to figure out how to be a point guard. Yeah, no, they know that he's really not a point guard. He's not. He's not. <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah, but he's not not a natural point guard, no. per se. So, Murray would be interesting. Some Malcolm Brogs and stuff today. Either way, the Sixers have a – They've got a trade in them. I'm mad. At, I'm mad at Malcolm Brogdon. Of course you are. At 19, he scored against us. Uh, no, uh, I had him for 25 points last <laughs> night plus a thousand, <laughs> and he scored 23. It's, I mean, it's just an absolute joke. Peters in, or, uh, Peters in media. What's happening, Peter? Peter in media. Hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, I take Jack. What's up, Pete? What's so, up, Peter? Uh, I'm thinking of Peter in Maple for- Shade. That's uh, a different one, but yeah, that's okay. That's, that's a different one, yeah. Peter Mapleshade might have been early on Sirianni. Might be a bit of a loose cannon. Well, Just kidding, anyway, Pete. It's all good. What do you got? So, Jack, I, I, I've been with your sentiment all along. I, I think Sirianni's lost part of the team and critical parts, which in that case means he's lost all the team. And I can, I can name two examples – Matter of fact, before I do, I've got two examples where they brought in and replaced a good coach with a great coach, and it paid off in huge dividends. But well, who? Well, who? What are the examples? All right, so so uh, 2002 Buccaneers have uh, Tony Dungy as the head coach. They go year after year to the playoffs. They can't climb the mountain. They fire him. They bring in John Gruden. Very next season, Gruden they win the Super Bowl. Uh, the second example, it's got a bit of an asterisk to it, but John Fox coaching the Denver Broncos, playoffs, 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 can't climb the mountain. They fire him. They bring in Kubiak. Now, Kubiak brings in Peyton Manning, who had been injured. They win the Super Bowl, and that's the asterisk. But in both cases, and by the way, you can go, go to the NBA. Uh, the Lakers get rid of Paul Westhead and bring in Pat Riley. And, and become the, the uh, Bulls get rid of uh, a good coach in Doug Collins. They bring in Phil Jackson. It's not at all unreasonable to, to get rid of a, a, a like, um, even a respected coach who can't gain the trust of his players to make them winners. And I, I, I don't trust Sirianni. 
I think it's absolutely ridiculous for all of us to witness a historic collapse in the NFL, never before seen this bad of a collapse, and think that uh, we can run it back with this guy next year, just get him two new coordinators, and all will be fine. It's, and, and you know what, Jack, you asked one of the earlier callers if he was trying to talk himself into Jim Bob Cooter. For me, hearing now that they, they, they might be keeping Sirianni and bringing in coordinators, I find myself having to talk myself into, into the Eagles. I, I can't see them winning more than six games with Sirianni at the helm. I just can't. Well, that would be a uh, really depressing turn of events here if they, if they win six games. Yeah. Next year's going to be interesting because the, we'll see what the defense is. I mean, the defense is, is they're going to replace, I don't know, six guys on that side of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the most important thing next year is, is Jalen and, and what kind of year that we get out of him. You know, I don't think, the, I don't think there's going to be many Super Bowl aspirations heading into next year, but feeling like our, our franchise quarterback is on stable ground is, is something that I think, for me, is going to matter a lot next year. And for the organization. Yeah. Because it's not just about trying to win it next year. It's trying to make sure you got the right pieces in place so that as you move forward over the next few years, you got more than one crack at this thing. Yep. 215-592-9494. We'll roll through all your phone calls. On the other side, are you happy with the news that Nick Sirianni is going to be back with the two new coordinators? We'll get to the text line. And also, two old friends are back. Maybe. We'll get to that, that news Coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. All right. For years, you've heard Dr. Glad on WIP talking about his amazing services. Now, I'm bald and beautiful, but you know what? Not everybody can be as lucky as I am. Taz is bald and beautiful, too. So that makes two of us. Dr. Glad and the Glad group, they know so many people that think the hair restoration is a one-and-done procedure, but that's just not the case. The Glad group has have restored treatments to strengthen before you need a hair transplant, as well as options to maintain your existing hair after a transplant, and their newest option is completely non-invasive. No needles, no pain, and no downtime. It's called TED, which stands for Transepidermal Delivery. It's where growth factors are delivered directly to the hair follicles, and both men and women are seeing great results from this procedure. What are you waiting for? Give my friends a call at Dr. At the GLAT Group, always on the forefront of technology. Call them today at 610-980-4000 or drglat.com. That's 610-980-4000 or drglat.com and tell them Ike Reese sent you. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.